All right, hello everybody. Last minute live stream for you today. Not sure if everybody's gonna get the message, but I just wanted to do this live anyways. I got some digs for you on Vanguard and BlackRock, specifically Vanguard. And so just give me a moment to get my bearings here and then we're gonna rock and roll. Shouldn't take more than an hour today. I know, I've said that before, but hopefully not. Um, hope you're all doing well. As I'm just getting this set up here, just a quick reminder that tomorrow night, what is today, Monday? Today's Monday, September 13th, 2021. The day that they just announced that we're doing the va vaccine passport thing here in British Columbia. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. But anyways, um, yeah, tomorrow, Tuesday, September 14th, I'm going to do a special live screening of chapter two of Cult of the Medics. Um, this one's, this is a deep rabbit hole, this chapter. It's loaded with all kinds of information for you. So I hope you'll join me. If you can't join me for the live tomorrow, so tomorrow night, let me get you the time. Tomorrow night, which is Tuesday, the 14th, it's going to be live streamed from these channels at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So it's a little bit later in the evening for some of you. Not sure how that works out in Europe. It's probably the middle of the night. Sorry about that, guys. But don't worry. The official release of Chapter 2 happens at 9 a.m. Pacific time on the 15th, so the day after. I just thought I'd give you a fun sneak peek, and um, we can hang out in the chat and have a good time. So hopefully you can join me for that tomorrow night. And what else have I got? Nothing else really going on that I'm going to bring up. Uh, oh, actually, no, I just finished a really awesome recording for the Unslaved podcast with Joel Rafiti, good friends over at Here for the Truth podcast. We just did a really, really good show, very uplifting, very insightful, lots of good nuggets there. That'll be released very soon on Unslaved for Unslaved members, so stay tuned for that. I'm just trying to find something here really quick, and then we're going to rock and roll with what I got. I got a video to play for you. Okay, good. The foxhole's working. Excellent. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. 9 p.m. your time. Rain says you will be here. Sweet. Okay, excellent. Bring the popcorn. We're going to need lots of popcorn for this. Alrighty. So, who owns everything? I did an episode on this. What is it? A month ago? I don't know anymore. Um, I did a show on this where I went through BlackRock, Vanguard. It was just starting to get out there. Uh, played a few TikTok videos of uh, some people that were breaking it down really well and just doing a lot more research on it. And it's really funny that this started to become public knowledge right around the time that I'm trying to do this new series. And it, it came to my knowledge recently as well. Like I had known about the fact that, you know, I'll give you my theories as to really who owns Vanguard, which in my opinion is the top of the heap. It's not BlackRock. BlackRock is up there, but we'll, we'll, we'll watch the video and you guys let me know what you think. Okay. We're all doing this research together. So let's see what happens. My question is always, well, who owns them? Who, how far do these rungs on the ladder go up? Who's the real controlling force behind it? And what are their intentions? Good, bad? I'll let you decide. Given the world that we're in right now, I don't think their intentions are that good. But I had a video sent to me this morning, 
by my good friend, Dan, who just fired over. He's like, have you seen this? And I'm like, no, what's this video? And it's about 25 minutes or so. Um, I know I don't really like to come on here and just play videos, but it's so important what he gets into this gentleman. He's actually somebody that lives close to me. His name is Chris. Uh, I think he was some kind of a forensic accountant or something and he worked in media and I got in touch with him after this video that we're going to go through. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm just going to play the video and then I'm going to hang out with you guys in the chats. Um, I'll try to do my best to be on the chats. We're, we got Rockfin rocking here, right? Let me just make sure Rockfin should be good. Yes. Go live, go live, be free. Let's see if it's doing it. Hopefully that's working on Rockfin. Yeah, there we go. Okay. And I'm going to monitor, what do we got? Twitch D live shout out to everybody. And of course the foxhole. Um, and we're going to go through it because I know there's also a lot of researchers and other podcasts that watch this show. And I know you're all interested in learning about who owns everything and where I lack knowledge and detail. I rely on the people that have that. So this gentleman just unpacks it. We're going to go through it. You guys let me know what you think as we go. And then after he has actually created a PDF collection of research that he basically gives you his rabbit trail of how he got to these conclusions and, and how you can really get into this. And this has to do with what's really going on with this whole pandemic and these shots and these passports and world economic forum and the Klaus Schwab's of the world and the whole deal. Okay. We're dealing with compartmentalization, pyramid structure. We're going to get into that in chapter two, Cult of the Medics. Make sure you tune in for that. Very important stuff in there. Um, and so I'm going to go through the video. We're going to go through the research this gentleman's put together. And then I feel like I could fill in a couple of the, of the gaps there, of uh, just some of the research that I have. And it's interesting that we're going to do this today, synchronistically enough, right before we're going to watch chapter two, because the, the research that I bring out in chapter two of Cult of the Medics is very much tied to this, even though it's not like uh, chapter two is not me getting into the banking system and the finance really heavily. Um, it's very complementary to understanding the key of how these power structures work, how the real money mafia, as it's been called, the criminal cabal or whatever, the Illuminati, how that really works, who finances the whole thing. That's really, really key to understanding how this is held together, how they re can recruit all of your politicians, all of your media reps, all of your pop singers and Hollywood actors and late night comedians. And, um, you know, just think of the level of the amount of people that are going along with this, that are reading their teleprompters. They're all cogs in a wheel. They know it's compartmentalized, so they know what they need to know. Nothing more. But how they finance this and how this really works, the interests of it, I think this is really, really, really crucial. And I know there's been some great work done on this, but I just thought this guy had a kind of unique, fresh perspective, and it's very detailed. So take notes. After, you're going to want to try to download the video of this gentleman on Rumble. It's only on Rumble. And download his PDF, which is in the description of the video. I'll post that. You know what? Let me uh, let me post that over here for you guys right off the bat. Do you have it? Don't watch it without me. Right there. There's your link. You do the same for. Uh, hold on, I got to get it for you, Foxhole. You're on a different computer for me. Give me a sec here. 
Uh, where do we go? Theo Reason. This is also very much linked to what's going on in Canada. So for those who are in Canada, watching with bated breath what your politicians are doing to completely sell out your country, no matter what side of the aisle they're sitting on here, this will also help explain it for you. Boom. There you go. So in the links I just posted, it's a Rumble link. You'll see in the description of the video, it's going to say, download this document and save. Please go ahead and do that right now if you could. I have a feeling that this video might be one of those things that disappears. I don't know. Um, but I'm in the mood right now with everything going on of just documenting. When you see politicians say a bunch of crazy stuff that completely violates the charter and the constitution, document it. Don't get all pissed off and go running around punching holes in your drywall. Hit a punching bag instead. Uh, take notes and document. You see businesses enforcing these passports or these draconian laws that are not based on science whatsoever, take notes and document. You see this kind of information come out, take notes and document it, save it, back it up. We are currently collecting the archive of history that won't be passed along to our children and our grandchildren if we don't do it because they are doing the digital book burning of the sensory, century right now. They're censoring like crazy. Has anybody else noticed this? They are coming after you everywhere. I've had three PayPal accounts shut down. Although we know who, pay, who owns PayPal. We're going to find out. Why are they pissed off at me? Why are they pissed off at so many? I've lost TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, on and on and on. We can go, why are they guarding this so tightly? Why is science dead? Why can't we have debates? Why can't we have discussions? Why can't we have opinions? Why are we so polarized where there's only like, it's literally like people are in two completely different universes. You got the people such as ourselves who've been studiously researching behind the scenes, learning it, comparing information, trying to figure out what's going on. And then you got the people that don't do any research. They listen to the media. That's the holy writ. You don't question it. You don't challenge it. And they are completely there. You should read their comments on Twitter. Like how in the world are these people not wearing masks? How could that even possibly exist? How in the world could these people not be lining up like cattle to get this experimental shot that's never been used on humanity before and that is causing record numbers of deaths and injuries? How is that even possible? What's with all these freedom people? Oh my God. It's just like the seatbelt laws. It's the same thing. The seatbelt laws are the same thing as mandatory vaccines. Like this is where people are at because they're not getting this information. So who's managing the flow of information? Well, obviously we know it because we're on the receiving end. We're, and the scientists and the doctors and all the people I brought on my shows and many other people, you guys are all bringing them on your shows. They're not reaching the people because they're being censored and shut off and the algorithms come in and your friends, those normies out there aren't even know, they didn't even see any of the videos this whole time. They didn't see it. They don't, they don't know it exists. They don't log into BitChute. They don't go on the foxhole. They don't even know, they're like, Bit what? What is that? It's, yes, oh, we can, it, they're ignorance. We can get into psychology. We can get into all this stuff. But aside from that, who manages the flow of information and why would they do it? And what we're learning is we're seeing the effects as excruciating, excruciating as it is. We're seeing the effects 
of this massive system to cordon off knowledge and information so that only one stream, one bandwidth of information is pumping out 24-7 right into the reptilian brain complex of everybody walking on the planet. So it turns them all into zombies. That's what it is. Fear kicks it off, shuts down the mind, puts everybody in fight or flight response, especially fear surrounding their loved ones and the people they care about because that's what the media did. Who owns the media? Who wrote the scripts? Who gives the media the 4 a.m. talking points? Where does it all come from? Is it all just unbiased journalism of people just trying to do what's right? Or are they all paid? Are they all bought and paid? Are they all puppets on strings, whether they know it or not, in a massive compartmentalized pyramid power structure that the world still has to learn about? Which is why I keep harping on that on this show. And I'm going to knock it out of the freaking park with chapter two of this new series I'm doing. And I'm going to keep going through it until they take me away and hang me on a wall somewhere. I don't care. I'm going down with the ship. But here we are. I'm just trying to give you, here. this is the world we're living in. And there's a reason why. It's not just because people are stupid. We already knew that. Uh, it's not just because people are ignorant willfully. We already knew that. It's because somebody is managing this and they're good at it. And they control all the algorithms and the businesses and the corporations. They own Walmart. They own everything. They own both sides of the political aisle. They own the whole ball of wax. And what they say goes, the rest of it is circus. You'll find good people within that system. Don't try to throw the whole baby out with the bathwater like so many, too many people do in this alternative research community. We don't want to have that. We got to look at everybody as an individual. We're not collectivists. Remember that. Keep that. Don't become that. Just because you see evil, you go, oh, they're all. Even when I'm going after the top of the snake, the Vatican, the... Knights of Malta, all these people, there are good people there. Did you see that letter from Archbishop Vigano or whatever his name is? Coming out and just completely exposing the whole thing. I should have brought that up as well. I posted it on my, uh, I actually posted it, I posted it on the Cult of the Medics Telegram channel. Please go follow that channel. Uh, I'm doing specific posts, all just surrounding what I'm covering in those series. But if you go read that letter from that Archbishop, what it tells me is that not everybody's evil. You've got people in government coming out that are trying to blow the whistle. You've got people in the media, journalists that are just walking off the set during their stream going, I'm, I'm done. You've got doctors and nurses who were raised by the cult of the medics and trained by them and paid by them and brought into the fold the big pharmaceutical Rockefeller cartel. And they're starting to realize, man, they're going to force me to get a jab to keep my job? Screw it. I'm dropping my stethoscope and I'm out of here. There's good people in the world. This mass awakening is happening across the entire planet in every sector. So be careful about, I just want to make this point, be careful about wide generalizations, grouping everybody together. If you're on the freedom train, you're not a collectivist because freedom doesn't exist in a crowd, in a group. It exists within the heart and mind of each individual that might just so happen to be in a crowd one time and then be alone another time. It, it doesn't change for a free person. That's the difference. That's the difference between what we could say as us and them. As much as I don't like to have that, they're putting us in these camps. This is where we're at. People that are for freedom, people that are not. 
But who wrote the scripts? Who knows how to get to your subliminal brain and program you? Who knows how to reach down into your soul, find trauma, and then scratch the shit out of that trauma until you do what you're told and you comply? The people I'm going to talk about, are they know how to do that shit. Okay? So, Space Kitty 36, running the show on a quantum computing level. I, I, I guess. I don't know. What does that mean? Quantum computing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to do the best I can here. Um, so let's do this video, guys. Um, by the way, the gentleman in the video, like I said, he lives close. I, I, I immediately emailed him. And I was even going to just post the video everywhere on my social media. I'm like, no, I want to sit down with people and I want to watch it with them. I want to make sure you guys see this. Okay. Cause I care about you. And then I also want your feedback because this gentleman's got a piece of the puzzle. I've got a few pieces of the puzzle and I know so many of you guys out there got pieces of the puzzle. I believe I have the best people listening to the show, the best people on my telegram channel. You guys are champs. I love you all. Amazing. Best comments, best jokes, best critiques. Nobody's a dick for the most part. Love it. Okay. Let's try to keep it like that. But we're all here researching this together and I need your help. So here, I'm going to give you this piece of the puzzle. I'm going to jump off here. We're going to watch this. I'll see you in the chat and um, let's rock and roll. So without any further ado, let me get rid of that. And we'll make this here. Whew, this is a big piece, guys. This is a big piece. So let's go boom, let's go chrome. Okay. Bring this up. All right, I'm gonna make sure we can hear this okay. And then we will begin. And as soon as I push play, can you guys just thumbs up if you got the audio coming through okay on your end? That would be great. Hi, my name's Chris Black, and I believe this is the single most important video that you're gonna watch since all of this tyranny began. Uh, before you watch this video, stop right now. Go to the Rumble page where this video is, go into the description and download the PDF. There's a 12-page accompanying document that outlines in more detail the bullet points that I'm gonna go over today. I'm gonna to try and keep it as brief as possible to make this video easy to share, but go immediately and download the 12-page document to show you how I got to the places that I got. Also, go and type in download Rumble streaming videos. You'll be taken to a site that where you just put the link in to the video and it'll help you download it. Get that down to your computer right away. Take those two documents, put them on a zip drive and save them from your computer. That way you can share this video out and you can share the document out with whoever you think needs it. And the people that need it are not just Canadians, but uh, people in Australia, they're really struggling. People in Paris, France, they need to see this. And it applies, it applies to everybody. Um, so anyone and everyone that you think needs to see these things, be able to share them, share them out with whoever you can. That means politicians, that means lawyers, that means police in your area, because they all need to know who they're working for. So, Pause the video, go do that, then come back and start watching. 
So I'm going to start by just saying a lot of my experience is within advertising, marketing, and communications. I've been in communications for 20 years now. Part of that experience is with PR and uh, being on the inside of newsworthy events. Um, I, I've seen two things. Number one, news outlets lie. Make no mistake, they lie. And number two, uh, when people don't have enough information, they tend to start to fill in those informational gaps with their own fears. And out of those fears come some pretty fantastical stories, uh, some very dramatic things. And nine times out of ten, the real answer is really not quite as dramatic. And I think we might have a case of that going on right now. And um, the, the thing I've been struggling with, and you'll have to forgive me, I'm not good at uh, talking without editing a video, and I'm not going to edit this video, I just want you to get the information out there. And now that you have it, you can follow along with me in the documents and whatnot. Um, uh, so I think, I think the answers to all the questions, and I'll get into those questions, lie with one simple piece of the puzzle that I don't think anybody has, or at least nobody has talked about it yet. And that is this. Everything that you think is going on probably isn't as crazy and fantastical as you think it is. It's all about the money. And if you just follow the money, um, I think a lot, of, a lot of everything that we're going through is going to make sense. So that, um, again, I'll get back to that. Um, so in the document, I'm just going to run through it in bullet points. In our, part one, we get to the Vanguard Group. And who is the Vanguard Group? Well, the Vanguard Group is a large investment firm. And I believe they're the largest firm in the world. Now, a lot of people think that's BlackRock, but there are two reasons why I don't think that's true. Number one, uh, all of the top companies, top 10 companies, and just bear with me, I'll get there, um, they all seem to have this incestuous and convoluted relationship. BlackRock and Vanguard being, you know, the top two, along with like State Street and other things like JP Morgan and Morgan Stanley, Berkshire's on there. Um, they all seem to own one another and they all, it's all very confusing and I think that's intentional. So if you go to Yahoo Finance and you type in, let's say, Apple or MasterCard or, for example, SNC-Lavalin, you're going to find that the Vanguard Group is at the top of that list. Um, so you type in uh, Apple into Yahoo Finance and then you go over to the Holders tab and you find out who the top shareholders are, you're going to find it's the same companies over and over again. So using Apple again as an, an example, you type in Apple, you go to the holders, and you find out who owns Apple. And then if you go to BlackRock, which is, you know, number one uh, in a lot of people's minds, then you find out that they're part owned by several people as well, and their holders include the Vanguard Group. But if you go to the Vanguard Group, you don't, that's where the trail goes cold. And that's because the Vanguard Group has a unique situation. And that situation is, all of their clients are sold part ownership in the company. So even though they're a public company and you can buy stocks, their shareholders are protected by client confidentiality. So we don't know who actually owns Vanguard Group. But their clients break down to uh, uh, 25 million clients and about 60,000 flagship clients. Out of those flagship clients, there's flagship, which are a million to $5 million investors, and select flag flagship clients, which are $5 million and plus, okay? So from here on in, when we talk about what benefits Vanguard Group, we're really talking about mostly those select flagship clients that are $5 million and up, okay? So that's point number one. You need to know about the Vanguard Group. Go to Yahoo Finance and start looking at any company that you want, 
Um, so, uh, how do I know that Vanguard's probably number one? That's in the document. It's uh, in part 1C. Isn't Van uh, BlackRock number one? <clears throat> so that brings us to why Vanguard matters. So great, they're a successful company that has their fingers in the pie of every single corporation, uh, bank, uh, manufacturer. If you eat it, smell it, wear it, watch it, listen to it, apply it, spend with it, travel with it, Vanguard owns a piece of it. And if you do some forensic accounting, you're going to find that even though it says they own about 6% as the top shareholder in a company, uh, if you look a little deeper, it's really usually about 10 to 15%. So, and they own so many things that it's safe to say that Vanguard owns, or at least makes 10 to 15% off of most of every single sale on the entire planet. So Vanguard matters. And when I say they, they own, they own controlling our major shares in most of these companies and since the companies want to please the shareholders they pull a lot of weight okay so that's the global picture now if you're not sure why that pertains to you it starts pertaining to you when you see things like lockdowns and you start asking the questions why did they lock down small business and churches but they're sharing pictures all the time of people packed to the rafters in Costco or Walmart. So why did the social distancing really not apply to Costco and Walmart? Well, that starts to make sense when you find out that Vanguard owns Costco and Walmart. So it's profit. So they're taking money away from small business and putting it towards large business. Who also made most of the money last year? Amazon, owned by Vanguard. Now, it really starts to make... A lot more sense as to uh, what else is going on and this this is starts where it starts to get where it's really frightening would you consider it collusion or racketeering or would you have a problem with the fact that Vanguard owns Twitter and Facebook the two biggest companies that are trying to censor alternate information against the vaccine and the lockdowns while shaming you to not to anybody who doesn't want to get the vaccines or against lockdowns, you're calling anti-vaxxers and or science deniers. They're working actively at doing that. They're owned by Vanguard. But Vanguard also owns Pfizer and Moderna. So the companies telling you to get the vaccine are also owned by the same company who are selling the vaccine. So you can see where this starts to become a problem. Okay, now I know you're going, well, that's Moderna. So what? What does that have to do with governments? Wait. I'm going to Perry Mason the hell out of this thing. Okay, so that brings us to part two, which is the World Economic Forum. Why the World Economic Forum matters is going to make complete sense in a second. Most people think the World Economic Forum is pulling the strings. Well, why wouldn't you? Because there is a, a stereotypical Bond villain at the helm. Everybody thinks that, sure enough, they're pulling all the strings, right? But I think, just like Vanguard is underestimated, I think that the World Economic Forum is overestimated. And if you think that they're not pulling the strings and start instead looking at them like a marketing slash propaganda department for Vanguard, then you go to the partners list on the World Economic Forum, and you're going to start to see that the partners list starts looking a lot like a Vanguard Group holding statement. So these are all the companies that they own. And they're right there, when you start looking at the partners, this is why I think Vanguard's at the top, because on the client list, or the partners list, you can find BlackRock, but you can't see Vanguard. Where'd they go? Why don't they want to be uh, on the radar there? So some of the partners 
that are part of the World Economic Forum are Apple and MasterCard and SNC-Lavalin. And I think by now some of you know where I'm going with this. <clears throat> but there's another part to the World Economic Forum. Now you can go there, you can see all the companies that are on board with the World Economic Forum statement, and by extension, Vanguard statement. Okay. Uh, some of those companies are Apple, MasterCard, SNC-Lavalin, as I mentioned. Uh, the other part to the uh, World Economic Forum is another site called Young Global Leaders. And this is where you're going to have to do some sleuthing. Um, and again, this is, this, what I'm talking about will pertain to Canada, but this investigative template actually applies to every single country in the world. So you can do your own sleuthing in your own areas and kind of figure out what's going on. So the why the why Young Global Leaders website is really important is because it starts talking about individuals. And the Young Global Leaders states, I have my reading glasses just in case I need them. I'm hoping I don't, I'm old now, so. Um, their mission statement about us says their growing membership of more, teen, more than 1,400 members is aligned with the World, Eco World Economic Forum's mission. Okay, so they're aligned with the World Economic Forum's mission, who's aligned with Vanguard's mission. So by extension, so is the Young Global Leaders. And in that Young Global Leaders, you can start looking at seeing who's in their community and their new class. And this is where we start finding out which politicians are actually involved, which corporate leaders like, uh, uh, what's his name, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, he's on there, uh, the Kielberger, one of the Kielberger brothers is on there, just for a point of fact. But we start looking at which politicians are on there. And then you start seeing people like Christia Freeland, uh, you start seeing uh, Jagmeet Singh, a whole bunch of other liberal leaders. Christia Freeland, point of order, is also on the board of trustees for World Economic Forum. Okay, so, you, so our Deputy Prime Minister absolutely knows she can't get to that level without knowing what kind of reach Vanguard has. Okay, so we're starting to pull it all together. Now, if you go into the Internet Wayback Machine, and uh, Internet Archive Wayback Machine, and you type in the, the same link for the community, and you look at the archives, you're also gonna find two more interesting people on there. One is Andrew Shear, and the other is Michelle Rempel-Gardner. So I'm not gonna get too much into that. It goes into detail about all of that in the, in the document. So again, download that and go through it. Go through it as I go through it, if you want. Um, so uh, quickly, we've, we've now connected uh, certain politicians to Vanguard that way and then can we make a circular relationship so that brings us to th part three the Vanguard group and government connections and a quick simple search on federal the federal lobbying database will show that Vanguard has an active relationship lobbying our government so now we've showed us a reciprocal relationship between the two uh, the the same thing for provincial lobby lists and databases. It gets a little more tricky. Uh, they're a little harder to access sometimes and a little more harder to, uh, to navigate, not as user-friendly. Um, but I know that in BC, uh, Vanguard grows up or shows up, but not in, uh, not in themselves. They show up through a company called Canadian Coalition for Good Governance, which is uh, uh, an organization that represents, I think, 54 different uh, companies and 
uh, Vanguard has a major portion in a lot of those pies. So there's Vanguard without actually showing up, but there they are. So there's their relationship also with the BC provincial government. Um, they're different provinces. You guys, there are people who know how to go through these re registries and databases way better than I can. So have at it for your own provinces and start doing your own investigations. Um, so that brings us to part four. Just because we say that there's something going on globally and just because we can show a relationship circular with, with the two entities, does that mean at all that um, it's, it's having any influence in our government? Which brings us to our, our part four, which is Justin Trudeau. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of you smart people have already seen where I'm going with this. Uh, you just need to look only as far as the news and look at where uh, Trudeau has given money inexplicably to different companies like Apple, like MasterCard, with Apple $60 million, MasterCard $50 million, SNC, so much money to SNC-Lavalin and broke the law and they're not supposed to operate in Canada ever again, yet they're operating in Canada still. So they've been still been getting contracts um, through different companies through the government. Uh, who else? We Charity, almost a billion dollars. We Charity is World Economic. We Charity is absolutely aligned with the World Economic Forum, as you can see on the Young Global Leaders as the Kielberger shows up. So it shows a relationship there. So there's almost a billion dollars there. Other money, uh, Blackberry, Loblaws, Canadian Tire, Vanguard shows up there as well. Um, and then the last thing is, is there any personal gain? To Justin Trudeau with this and you just have to do your internet archive search again and look up Justin Trudeau's celebrity net worth the archive in 2015 says his, uh, estimates his net worth at 1.5 million dollars and in 2021 it's 10 million dollars now he has a salary of sorry about the glasses I'm old salary of what is it $358,800 Canadian so doing the math on that, where is my math on that? Uh, if he spends no money in the past uh, six years, they, he should not have an added $4.8 million. There is $4.8 million that is unaccounted for. I think his salary should be $3.6 million and it's almost $10 million. So we're, we're looking at, there's, there's a lot of money. Um, so. In those bullet points, I think I've more than proven that there is racketeering inclusion going on on the global level with Vanguard. I think I've proved a relationship circular with uh, certain members of the government and Vanguard, ultimately through extensions, Vanguard. And I've also proven a, a personal gain that Justin Trudeau can't explain in all of that. All of that, to me, more than meets the minimum threshold of proving that there's collusion and racketeering going on by both our federal governments and our provincial governments. So how does racketeering and uh, collusion occur? I'm alleging it is through Dr. Tam and uh, supporting uh, provincial states of emergency through Dr. Tam and a federal state of emergency. These lockdowns reinforce aggressive policing, threats of imprisonment, and financial penalties. They've been proven in this document to be to generally benefit the Vanguard Group's flagship clients um, more than local businesses. Telling the people early in 2020 that the only way to end this pandemic is when we have a vaccine. It's important to note 
to this point that in the last 20 years, a successful COVID vaccine has not been achievable. How was it in early 2020, Justin Trudeau was so sure that the only way out of this pandemic was going to be through a vaccine. Reasonable science would have said that can't be our only goal because it hasn't been achievable up until now. But he was so sure at that time. By telling you that there's only one solution, that's racketeering by definition. So he's already got the solution. He's going to force you to take that solution. That's what that is. Okay, that's a criminal act. Um, so, uh, and then ordering and securing millions of doses of vaccines before they had been approved, which means they were never not going to be approved. They were always going to be approved. Uh, and again, this just increases sales of vaccines. So therefore that benefits these flagship, flagship clients. <clears throat> Uh, by misleading Canadians into taking vaccines against their will, by manipulating information and removing their for informed consent, um, and then uh, using this through false reporting from federally bribed media outlets, which we know happened, and false fact-checking support by the Vanguard Group owned uh, Vanguard Group's owned Facebook and Twitter. This increases vaccine sales and benefits once again flagship clients. Um, by using increasingly aggressive pre pressure tactics, such as blaming the unvaccinated for lengthening the duration of restrictions. Don't forget, the restrictions still bring money towards Van Van uh, Vanguard Holdings. Um, but it goes on. There's, um, I've, I've got eight points there. Let's not get into it here. Um, so we can't prove directly at this point that any of these politicians are actually Vanguard uh, client owners, but I think I've, Meet, met the minimum threshold of suspicion that warrants an investigation into racketeering and conclusion. So that's why I'm saying send it to people in every country. They can use the same template. They can go which companies, which politicians, uh, they can go to their lobbying. Most of those are, are transparent. They can go to the lobbying and they can start figuring these things out for themselves. Australia needs to hear this right now. Paris needs to hear this right now. I don't speak French and you know, I'm getting more proud of that fact every single day, but uh, In France, they're not even allowed to get food at this point. They need a way out. UK needs a way out um, So I, I've made those statements uh, I, I need to say that you know, if you still don't believe this just do the math do the math on this. You know, Pfizer has already been fined $2.1 billion, largest fine ever, for lying. Um, if, if I'm figuring these out at $30 a dose and every man, woman, and child on the planet is forced to take this vaccine at two doses, they're looking at over $500 trillion in profits. So what I want to say is that this isn't a global conspiracy. It's just literally corporate synergy to drive sales. That's all it is. I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's more going on. This is one aspect, but I want to get to the root of what's causing everything right now. There it is. This is it. And you can tell people when your government is lying to you and they go, why? Why would they lie to me? Here's why. They're making money. They're forcing it because they're making lots and lots of money. And if you don't think $500 trillion is enough to motivate somebody to lie to you and and cause lockdowns and death and 
you know, then I guarantee you, look at it this way. There's somebody in your social circle who will kill you for $10,000. $500 trillion is going to throw a lot of ethics out the window. So I don't want to rile you up and get you all angry. I don't want people to, to get upset and think there's no hope. There's lots of hope here. And the beauty about this, this whole piece of the puzzle that you didn't know before is A, it answers a lot of the questions. If it doesn't make sense as to why they made a decision to, you know, scientifically or politically, just ask yourself, does it benefit Vanguard? And here's how you fight back. And I want to go over these. You can go over them. It's in the, it's in the supplements of that document. Strategy number one, share this information uh, through videos, social media posts, blog posts, podcasts. Strongly encourage individuals in different countries to do their own research and using this document as a template. So now you know why we need to save this document to zip drives and back it up and so you can get this information out because I guarantee you they're going to shut down Yahoo Finance if they own everything. They're going to shut down Facebook and Twitter over it. They're going to shut down my website. So you've got to have these things on your own computers. You've got to be able to share like copy and save to disk drives and you know SD cards so you can mail them out if you have to. Um, strategy number two, make transparent through apps and website databases. And this is where the IT guys, you got to do this like now, like today. Uh, all profit sources for the, uh, make, make available transparent all profit sources uh, for the Vanguard group from products owned by large companies such as Coca-Cola, Unilever, and Apple to all controlled media groups such as Disney, Facebook, and Twitter. All banks and investment firms are uh, largely owned by Vanguard Group. Get that in place today. Uh, accountants, get in there. Get into Yahoo Finance. Start uh, start screen capping all those things. Start um, start going into forensic accounting and figure out exactly how much Vanguard owns in percentage versus like for all of these companies that are out there. You can do it with any company, any Fortune 500 company. You can do it with any uh, bank. They own banks in China. Uh, in uh, They own smaller banks in Israel. They own banks in Canada, the US. Like Most of the financial decisions that are being made right now are being made to benefit Vanguard. Uh, after we get all that databasing in place, and literally you have a week, maybe, to start downloading that information and get it to like forensic accountants to get it out there and, and uh, begin using that. Uh, those databases, get, it, get those in place. And then strategy four, accuse any politician, media group, journalist, corporation of collusion if they try to dissuade or prevent any of the previous statements or uh, stages. Sorry, if they try to prevent any of the previous strategies. Uh, and then finally, when you've got all of these things in place, you start a global campaign to educate and discourage giving any money to the Vanguard group. I know historically, as a people, it's we've really sucked at coming together and fighting against this tyranny. We've had different groups doing different things, but here you go. I think it's because we don't have a global umbrella strategy. So here's how you do it. You get people to denounce using Vanguard. You start investigating and making it easy by scanning a barcode and find out how much Vanguard owns and make those your purchasing decisions. And then you tell Vanguard what you find essential and not essential. They don't get to tell you, right? I'd be really interested in knowing uh, when they were shutting down uh, stores in Manitoba and cordoning off whole areas 
uh, or products you couldn't buy and products you could buy. I wonder, I would be really curious to know as to how that was divided. Uh, were it, was it Vanguard-owned products and non-Vanguard-owned products? I mean, forensics on that would be really interesting. Um, so you set up this global campaign. So here's why I think coming together works. We have a reason. We have a strategy. We have a one, one unified strategy. Don't buy from Vanguard. Now, don't get all Nazi about that. Don't, don't become the enemy about that. We can't possibly stop using Vanguard altogether because they own Apple, they own Google, they own Samsung. So you're gonna still have to use your phones, but start making decisions like, do you, I need to buy from Amazon? Do I need to go to Costco or can I go to a small business? Do I need to go um, to Walmart? Do I need to go to McDonald's or can I go to a local restaurant? Yes, they own McDonald's too, they own everything. So we can start by making those local decisions and we can start by telling our investment advisors and, and financial advisors, you know what, if Vanguard owns it, I want to pull my stock. Sell your Vanguard stock. You need to share this and get this out because doing this video, challenging and doing a defund Vanguard uh, uh, campaign means that we're taking on the largest company in the entire world and by extension those flagship clients and we can all pretty much guess who is probably on that list. You know, like the Queen, the Vatican, the Gettys, the Rothschilds, and Colonel Sanders before he went tits up. Um, we can, uh, when, when we start to challenge that, they're not going to like it. You know, the power wants to keep the power. Money wants to keep the money. So things are going to get nasty. They're going to get worse before they're going to get better. That's it. That's everything. Download those documents, go through those documents, start doing your own forensics uh, and start creating a unified umbrella global campaign to start taking back your countries and start holding uh, politicians accountable. And, and that's another thing. I think you should demand transparency. If they're invested with Vanguard, you, they in no way have any right to make public policy over you and what you do. Be well. There we go, guys. There we go. Okay, let me um, drop this and come back to you. The time on that uh, was necessary. I, do you agree? I, I think this was just some real detailed clarity. In a moment, I'm actually going to show you the document, and then I have a few little pet conspiracy theories about this uh, that I can give to you for what they're worth. Um, So, first of all, the questions are coming out. I don't need these anymore. The questions are coming out. What do we do with this information? What can we do? What can we do? Um, I'm totally sitting there with you thinking about what we can do. I'm not a legal expert or a forensic accountant or any of that kind of stuff, but I know there's a lot of people out there. And if there's one thing my dad taught me when I was young, was he said, David, if you don't know the answer, find the people that do. Simple. I kept true to that. That's how Truth Warrior became the show that it is. So thanks for that one, Dad. Hope you're watching. By the way, my dad is wide awake. He's already into like underground bases and reptilians and all that stuff. So he's, <laughs> he's going right into it. I think everybody's searching for the truth um, right now. But 
that basically what it is, is we're going to find the people. You start by seeding the whole thing by putting the information out. Consciousness, that's, that's, the, that's the beginning, middle, and end, all right? Just getting conscious awareness to this, these facts. Researching it even more, teasing out even more details. That's why I wanted to present this to you and what Chris had discovered there because, and by the way, I'm going to try to get him on next week. That's the goal. I'm just kind of working around his schedule, waiting to hear back from him. He's really excited to come on. Um, I think he was happy that I reached out to him. He's clearly coming from a place where I think he knows some things. Uh, I think his experience in his work, which is what I want to ask him about, is what is letting him come out with this with such confidence. Um, he's kind of presenting it as, hey, go do the research, look for yourself. But I think it's because he knows this is actually fully legit. Uh, but let's let's go and do this digging together. That's what this is all about, guys. We're here to research this together. And the truth is the goal. Not fighting with each other over what theory and who we think and where they are. And all. Just let's get to the truth. Let's put all the bullshit aside. The one thing that the, the dark force, the dark side of the force or whatever we want to call it, the Sauron's army, the servants of all evil uh, have is that even though they're all psychopaths and they'll cut each other's throat in a second, they do a really good job of coming together when they need to, to pull the wool over the eyes of everybody else so that they can achieve their agendas. They are organized in a military fashion. Keep that on in your mind. Keep that little bit I just gave you in your mind. A military fashion. Not military in the way that you think with modern militaries. I'm talking an ancient military structure is how these people operate. Um, more on that tomorrow. But speaking of military, before I go to the document that Chris has prepared, I thought I'm, I'm just those, I'm the guy that's like, okay, let's get into the etymology and the symbolism a little bit, because we know that the people that really run the show, Rothschilds and above. Okay. And by anybody thinking the Rothschilds are the top of the food chain, you that's PG. Okay. They're up there, but we'll get into more about how far up the rabbit hole this really goes. Is it up the rabbit hole? No, up the pyramid. There we go. Uh, but symbolism and etymology tell you a lot. They tell you a lot because these people are obsessed with it. Thank God they are obsessed with symbolism and showing it off and putting words everywhere because they believe in casting spells and not in the Mickey Mouse way, not the Disney way. Who? What's Disney? Who was Disney? Who owns Disney? Uh, we're talking the real spells. You spell words. You speak language into the brains of other human beings to convince them and persuade them. That's magic putting people under hypnotic control en masse so that they all go to sleep while you loot the palace blind. That's magic. That's casting spells. And these people are experts at that. And that's what we need to start to get. They've left all the clues out in the open because they also believe in this weird karmic law that says that they have to disclose what they're doing in order to get away with it. Even if it's through movies, even if it's through symbols, even if it's through anything, they have to disclose along the way. I think they also get a sick, perverted sort of serial killer, Zodiac killer, you know, jolly off that. Writing symbols all over and Zodiac and all that stuff. So that's how I see it. So I'm going to go down the conspiracy rabbit hole for a second using some hard, cold facts to see if we can't start to identify 
who these people might be. Chris had mentioned that he wasn't sure who owns Vanguard because it really does get hazy. You can find out who owns BlackRock to the most extent, which you're going to come back out the top with Vanguard. All roads lead to well, Rome and Vanguard. And so when you think about who owns them, they're all these private investors and, and hold shareholders. Who are the shareholders? Who are these unidentified blank faced people that own this shit? Well, who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? So uh, go back to share screen. Let me just minimize this and let's go here. Oh, it's not sharing that one. Oh yeah, right. Sorry guys, stupid thing here. Oh my God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write restream personally and ask them to fix this one little thing. It's kind of annoying. Okay, let's do the entire screen. Okay. So if you go onto DuckDuckGo or whatever your favorite search engine is, hopefully not Google. Oh, wait, look at that. And here I am on Google. What the hell? Oh, my God. I'm not even doing this on here. Screw you, Google. I'll bet you they own DuckDuckGo too, but let's just go there just because it's what I know right now. Okay, we're going to look there. Okay, so we put in Vanguard etymology, you know, just curiosity. I just want to learn the meaning of words and terms. Okay. Close this. You guys don't see all my junk on my computer. Okay. So Vanguard. What is a Vanguard? What is a Vanguard? Let's go here first. Vanguard definitions. Vanguard, the position of greatest importance or advancement, the leading position in any movement or field. They have an example there, Vanguard, the leading units moving at the head of an army. Hmm, what army would that be, do you think? Vanguard, any creative group active in the innovation and application of new concepts and techniques in a given field, especially in the arts. Vanguard, military, the troops who march in front of an army, the advance guard, the van. Vanguard, a detachment of an army whose duty it is to guard against surprise from the front and to clear the way, the van, to stand as a guard before. Hmm, maybe I'm reaching. But who are these people standing on guard for? They are holding in trust all the major corporations, companies, everything you see, eat, sleep with, everything, everything. We often think about, oh, they're doing this for the money. Really? They're doing it for the money? On the lower levels, that's how they accomplish their goals, by, doing, by getting people who are doing this for the money involved in their little criminal enterprise. But the people that own Vanguard are obviously flying well above some people out there that are just trying to make some money. Of course they want to make money, but what is money to them? It's power. It's control. It's also energy. It's talismanic. It's symbolic. It's spiritual. There's a whole thing. When we say we're fighting not against flesh and blood, but principalities and rulers in high places, <laughs> We're getting close to the top, my friends. We're getting close to the top. We're getting closer and closer. 
So let's go back. I just wanted to check this. I had an interesting, let me just zoom this. Please don't flip out when I zoom this. Okay. Vanguard from Anglo-French variant of Old French's avant-garde from avant in front, see avant-garde, blah, blah, blah. Communist revolutionary sense is recorded from 1928. I, I'm trying to understand what this communist revolutionary thing is related to, but I thought it was interesting coming from the official online etymological dictionary. Um, so yeah, there's that. Now, if we go... So let me just come back real quick here. So I'm kind of teasing you guys with this idea. I'm going to spill the beans on a theme you're going to see in tomorrow's chapter where, well, actually, if you watch chapter one of Cult of the Medics, I pointed out that the Knights of Malta, the KOM, they are a chivalric order that is one of the military orders of the Catholic Church. And they identify themselves as a military order of the Catholic Church. That's on their official website. Um, and of course, it's all a bunch of old dudes. You're like, well, these guys aren't doing military shit. Well, they don't fight wars in conventional ways. They infiltrate countries like America and Canada and Australia. And they use, they get their politicians in place who then use the media and the whole thing to spin the narrative so they can get the military to go out and fight their wars for them. These are the strategists. These are the people at the top, top. Okay. I'm not saying every night of Malta, not every one. There were many that came out and blew the whistle like uh, Baron Avril Manhattan, who wrote the book Vatican Billions, which you should read that shit. You want to know about, this is what we need to understand. Everybody goes on and on about all oh, the Jewish bankers, the Jewish bankers. Yeah, who, 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 would, who did they work for? Who were they managing wealth on behalf of? You think a small little fringe group like that in society who's been kicked around all over these countries throughout history is the controlling factor in the entire world? The people that funded Hitler and the, and the concentration camps and the killing off were not Jewish. They were Judites. They were Masonic. They were high-level black nobility elites connected to Javadakan and all the satellite orders that go around there. When you want to talk about money and power and intrigue and conspiracy and espionage and secret societies and Jason Bourne shit, will you comply with the program? You're talking Vaticano, okay? History. You, you, you could spend a lifetime looking down that conspiracy rabbit hole of criminal infiltration, espionage, financial control, looting and pillaging. The Knights Templars were the first international bankers of the world. So they employ people from all faiths because they created all of them. At least, they, maybe they didn't create them. They infiltrated them all. And the ones we see, the surface things that we see on the surface, these guys fund it all top to bottom. Doesn't matter if it's the Church of Scientology. Doesn't matter if it's your local Jehovah's Witnesses. Most of the churches out there, the Catholic, doesn't matter, Catholic, Protestant, Evangelical, up and down, loaded with pedophiles, loaded and financed from top to bottom by these orders. They place your politicians in power. Most of these politicians, most of these Rothschilds, you're going to see in tomorrow, 
they are members of these orders. They don't own the orders. They get on their bony knees too in front of these black popes and these people behind the scenes, these cardinals. Get into the history of the Vatican Bank. I've got a little bit from a book here. Uh, oh, wait, did I not pull it up? Oh, it's probably on here. Um, Vatican Bank, there's a book I want to tell you about that you got to read that will help you understand what I'm saying, why I'm so passionate about it, because we got to catch on to this. Uh, so if you bear with me a sec, guys, I lost it. I want to bring it up. It's very important. Vatican Bank. Did you know the Vatican had a bank? You know that it is involved in all kinds of stuff, and there's been numerous books written on it. Here, let me bring this up for you. Take some notes if you wouldn't mind, because this one is interesting. The Vatican exposed money, murder, and the mafia. When we're talking mafia, guys, when it comes to Rome and the Vatican and that kind of stuff, um, we're not just talking like your local Tony Soprano mobsters that run a couple streets in New York, okay? We're talking La Cosa Nostra, high-level mafia, the real mafia, Godfather Three. You'll learn all about the connection between the Vatican and the mafia, okay? The Vatican exposed. Let me just read the, the little uh, synopsis of this book, okay? Over $50 billion in securities. And uh, this book was written just, you know, I think in like 2003, okay? This number, $50 billion, that's pocket change. That is pocket change. Especially we're talking about vaccines coming out and that's like 500 trillion. It's definitely changed since then, okay? So over 50 billion, but this is just to get into the original research, okay? $50 billion in securities, gold reserves that exceed those of industrialized nations. Where did all the gold go, guys? Real estate holdings that equal the total area of many countries. Opulent palaces containing the world's greatest art treasures. These are some of the riches of the Roman Catholic Church. Yet in 1929, the Vatican was destitute. Now, this is a fact that would be disputed by Baron Avril Manhattan, who was in the Knights of Malta and got a bird's eye view about what's really going on. However, for research purposes, this is still a great book. Uh, Pope Pius, we're going to learn a little bit about him tomorrow, living in a damaged, leaky, pigeon-infested Lateran Palace. I think that was all for show. Could hear rats scurrying through the walls. I just want to skip that part. It's not important. So how did the church manage? What he's basically saying is the church in a short period of time supersonic its holdings, okay? How did the church manage in less than 75 years such an incredible reversal of fortune? The story here told by church historian Paul L. Williams is intriguing, shocking, and outrageous. The turnaround began in 1929 with the signing of the Lateran Treaty between the Vatican and fascist leader Benito Mussolini. Benito Mussolini, who was also a Knight of Malta. Uh, where are we going? Through, through this deal, Mussolini gained the support of the staunchly Catholic Italian populace who at the time followed the lead of the church. In return, the church received, among other benefits, a payment of $90 million, sovereign status for the Vatican. Notice these Vaticans are the ones with sovereign statuses. Sovereign statuses. So the Vatican itself is its own nation, just as the city of London, the banking district, which has, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a Templar symbol right there on London City. 
right? Yes, the Red Shields, the Rothschilds, but who did they bank for? Who were they working and employed by? Who owned? The, so there was the so there was the uh, elites, the black nobility, Merovingian dynasties, the history of uh, that's a, we could do a whole thing on that. The real aristocracy, the real elites, the L's, okay, that trace their bloodlines all the way back. You know these um, Queen Victorias and all that. So, anyways, they had land wealth. They had land wealth because they had conquered the world times over, okay, through their different movements and the Ottoman Empire. Then they converted it and they went in into the British Empire, the whole deal, okay? Um, then that was where the Nazis came from with all their Templar stuff. Did you know that the Thule Society, or no, it was the, was the Thule or the Vril, the Thule, I believe it was the Thule, it was one of those mystical societies, was actually founded by a Knight Templar that was... His dream was to recreate the Templars through the Nazi order, which was an occult order before it became a political movement. Okay. And so these elites, they had lots of land wealth because they had already kind of conquered the world. They needed a way to manage the finance side of things. And that's where they got in with these Rothschilds, these Schiff, Morgans. Uh, all these other families. And those are just the names that are public, which means those guys are still managers. If you know their names, they're still just managers, okay? The real deals, you never heard of them. They're ghosts to us. They're probably off planet. That's how far off this they are. I mean, I'm, I'll just leave that as speculation, quote unquote. We'll get into this. I'll flesh this out over time. But um, just stay with me here. So think about it. You had land wealth, these elites needed to find a way to manage monetary wealth. Gold was too clunky and outdated for them. So they just kept all the gold reserves. They needed a system of value. There was already a, a natural free market that was emerging. That was a really intelligent system. They saw that and they went, oh, damn, that's actually a really good way to do it. However, that's going to lead people to becoming, giving them an option so that they could rise up some average farmer could rise up if he really worked hard and he could become more powerful than the Pope of Rome. Can't have that shit. Incomes, Bank of International Settlements, the Federal Reserve, Banking Acts, all that kind of stuff, okay? By the employed groups who they, on the surface, are, oh yeah, it's a Jewish last name, it's Jewish this, it's Jewish that. These people aren't Judaic. They're whiter than ghosts, for crying out loud. They are elites, they're ranks. Those are ranks. Those aren't anything to do with race or religion. Those are ranks, Okay? These people have their own private religion and their own private belief system that is not even close to anything called Christianity, Judaism, Islam, any of that stuff. They have their own system. They hide, they infiltrated those religious orders. They even, they even infiltrated masonry. Not all masons were bad either. A lot of them were just holding the ancient knowledge from the ancient Egyptian past and, and other periods in history and collecting it together but they became corrupted and infiltrated. And you can get that exact history. It's all documented. You can get into uh, the Duke of Brunswick, quotes from the 16 and 1700s, where they were talking about the infiltration of masonry. Um, you got Pope uh, church fathers writing about the, actually uh, Archbishop Vigano, I'm probably butchering his name. He made a statement in the letter that I posted yesterday, uh, where he said, he calls it the deep church. So there's the deep state, 
there's the deep church. That's how he refers to it as, because he's obviously biased towards the church system. But he's like, we've been infiltrated. It's run now by a bunch of occultists, Luciferian globalists. But I'm telling you, it goes way back. It was founded by these people. These people own this shit. That's why you see the obelisks all over the place. Washington, D.C., the District of Kulum, Kulum the Dove, Columbia, Columbine. Think about it. Could go on forever. Columbia Pictures, Columbia Broadcasting, Columbia, Columbia. What's up with Columbia? I live in British Columbia, British Columbia. Who owns this shit? Queen Elizabeth. What's Queen Elizabeth? A Knight of Malta. And she also sits on her own Masonic orders. She's, she heads up her own Masonic orders, by the way. So these people are all working together. It's the, it's the church. What, what do the symbols say? Crown and gown, cross and crown. There's no religious symbol to these people with that, the way it might mean to somebody that's just trying to utilize a religion like Christianity or whatever to express their faith and connect to God. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about the institutions here who hijacked everything good, the best part of the free market economy, the best part of our political governance system that was based on an agreement between the people and the government called the Constitution. The Constitution you have in America right now is not the original Constitution, by the way. There was all kinds of clauses and loopholes that were put in after. That total, th These people are expert infiltrators. They're wolves in sheep's clothing, just like the Fabian Society. That's their symbol. On a shield, by the way. On a shield. When you start seeing shields, who holds the shields? The knightly chivalric orders. Symbolism will tell you everything. So anyways. So they got sovereign status, just like the Knights of Malta has sovereign status and sits on the United Nation to this day at a high table. They're part of the, count, the top council the top council, and they have their own sovereignty, meaning they operate like a country with immunity. They have immunity passports to the world, free access, keys to the kingdom, the keys, right? You see that? The keys to the kingdom. You go down and you got these little ceremonies where the mayor gives some new budding entrepreneur a hypothetical key to the kingdom. Well, where do you think all this symbolism stuff comes from? It comes from the real stuff, right? So they have sovereignty status. Who grant, when you have sovereignty status, who, do, who are you negotiating with to get sovereignty status that nobody else can get in the entire world? Who is able to deal that? Who's able to give you that? They might try to tell you, well, uh, you know, an angel came down from heaven and told us that we could totally do all this. <laughs> if you believe that, I got some uh, igloos to sell you in Alaska. But uh the reality is either these guys are the top of the food chain or we could even get to the point where we say the Vatican, the Jesuits, the whole thing, the black nobility, they are the earth human management, human resources management team that is here to manage the human farm on behalf of who? Who? The gods, quote unquote. Someone else. You can all have your theories about that. Anyways, I just find it interesting that they have sovereign status, tax-free property rights. What would happen if you and your family were given tax-free property rights? You'd probably go out and start buying all kinds of shit. That would motivate you. Oh, I don't have to pay taxes anymore? These, they don't have to pay taxes. Think about this. They're already the most wealthy motherfuckers in the world. They don't have to pay taxes. They're tax-exempt. 
Why do you think all these churches and orders are all filled with slime and pedophilia and human trafficking and cocaine and drugs? It looks on the surface like a nice place to come and connect to God and community and life, but it ain't. Go listen to my interview I did with Jane, that woman who was human trafficked since the age of four years old. I'm going to have a call with her again this week, catch up. She's got some interesting information for me. Um, she talks about fleeing one time when she finally escaped. She escaped one of the cargo containers. She fled to her nearest church. That was one of the churches in, uh, I think it was in Montreal or something like that. And she ended up going into the hands of a church father who was one of the traffickers and then trafficked her out from there back into the network. Shaking hands with the devil these people are. Hiding behind the light. Blinding you with the light. These guys get guaranteed salaries for the, all the priests throughout the country from the Italian government. With a stroke of the pen, the Pope has solved the Vatican's budgetary woes practically overnight. Yet he also put a great religious institution in league with some of the darkest forces of the 20th century. I.e. the Nazis, the communists, all of them. They're all funded by the same people. Don't get into that sticky debate of, oh, the fascist versus the communist. No, no, no. They're all financed by these people. All of them. Top to bottom. Those are just different experiments to see what was the most efficient way to manage the human farm and profit tremendously from it. That's all that was. That's what all those freaky cults in California were too. You know, uh, all the Son of Sam stuff and the Heaven's Gate and Charles Manson top to bottom. Charles Manson. Connections to the Process Church of the Final Judgment. Write that down. Process Church of the Final Judgment. People, you can get killed for this shit, man, but I'm doing it anyways. These guys were behind it all. They, they, they train and they breed assassins. There's also CIA connections, the CIA, Vatican, Jesuit connection. Oh my God, your mind would be blown. You got, I got Victor Marchetti's book. He was CIA. It's called the CIA, the cult of intelligence, where he says there's a dark cult that runs the CIA. It's not all CIA operatives, not all CIA people. It, it's always every institute. This is why I don't want you guys doing generalizations. There's good people in the Vatican. There's good people in the CIA. There's, I mean, they're not running the show. That's for sure. They're low level people. They're probably, you know, either staying in to try to continue to expose it or they want to try to get the hell out of there. But you got to see it as compartmentalized system. And I, I'm not going to do this here because it's I beat it over the head in the episode two of my series. So stay tuned for that. It is so essential to understand how these criminal structures work. Not everybody's in on it. Not everybody needs to be in on it. Right now, looking at the thing with the vaccine passports and the pressuring everybody and all that, you're probably your aunt is in on it. Your grandma's in on it. Like they don't even understand what they're in on. They just believe a lie, just like these people believe a lie. Just like many people that are just seeking knowledge and spirituality join these cults and join these fraternities and join these Masonic temples. They just want to get ahead in life. They just want to have a unique flavor of spirituality and they don't understand what they're getting involved with. And if they show any kind of potential for being able to hold secrets and hold power, they are compartmentalized up the pyramid. If they ever betray, out you go, one way or another. That's what they did to JFK. The whole Kennedy family was a part of this cult. JFK was just starting to come out of it and start trying to see it and spot it. And But you can check it out. They're all connected in with these Jesuits, the Knights of Malta, all of it. And so for JFK to come out, what that was, was that was somebody that was trying to leave the cult and expose it, who just got banged in front of the public so that it doesn't happen again. 
That's who I think was really behind that assassination. One good man tries to come out and expose something, especially a position like the president of the United States at that time. And what has America become since that day? Then 9-11. Then here we go, right? Now you got Biden for crying out loud. Who do you think he's in? He doesn't even know what he's working for right now. <laughs> he's just, he's tr he can't even read the teleprompter anymore. That's why they're going to 25th Amendment that guy and switch him out real quick. You watch. Hopefully we can get some good guys going here. But anyways, um, digressing a lot. Let's go. What do you say? This book gets into how the Vatican accrued enormous wealth during the Great Depression. So the whole world is starving to guess to death and the bastion of help donating to kids in Africa and we got to stop global warming and we got to save the world and, and help all the poor and hungry. Yet they're just leeching off the Great Depression. The Great Depression happened because of these people. Investing in Mussolini's government. So let's get this. The Vatican is in there with Mussolini in fascist Italy. They got the Vatican rat line. There's whole books about this, about how the Vatican financed and sponsored a lot of the top Nazis to get pulled out because that's their boys, man. That's their boys. There's also, they're behind the Bolshevik revolution, the financing of Stalin and Lenin. Through their, through their agencies. That's where you got to get into Professor Anthony Sutton's work, where he's going to tell you. Uh, you got to read Wall Street and the Rise of Hitler, uh, Wall Street and the Rise of the Soviet Union, or something like that. He gets into it. He's like, yeah, these same financial powers financed Hitler, Stalin, and FDR simultaneously because they needed to do three different experiments with socialism. Socialism was born in the church, in the mother church, the Vatican. It's... Then you, if you want to connect that dot, go to Michael Tessarian's website, go to articles and look up the Red Papacy. The Red Papacy. Red communist, the Red Papacy. Go read that article and you'll see what happened after Pope Pius and even the changing of the church. Because there was good people in the church before that. There was definitely a lot of pedophiles. There always has been. But there was good people trying to do things even on the political level. That got shut down and twisted right up. And now here we are. And what do you see the current Pope doing? What was Ratzinger all about? An ex, a Nazi himself. What's this current Pope talking about? Global warming, equality, women's rights, save the chill, save the world. Meanwhile, he sits atop a throne that is sitting on top of the bodies of innumerable children around the world. There, the, the crown on that guy's head is a Babylonian fish god to Nimrod type crown. Okay. Nothing to do with Christianity and the amount of gold that person, those people sit on could end poverty tomorrow, but they want you to give your money through the tax operation to the government. They want you to close down your small business so that Walmart can do a better job of it. And who owns all that shit? So think about what I'm telling you here, guys. Sorry, I'm getting a little passionate about this because this, uh, this is really key information. Some of it maybe you've never heard before. Maybe some of it's rubbing you the wrong way. I'm not here to make opinions or pleas or whatever. I'm here to tell you what I know. And maybe I'm wrong. But what I've seen is that this, well, the level of this is beyond our wildest imagination. I don't know a lot of things, but I know that. I know that.
might not always be able to pin everything down because we're dealing with elusive criminals that have never been caught ever. <laughs> so, and anytime they get caught, they just morph and come up with a different guise on and a different disguise on. So it's really hard to pin down, but it's there. There's plenty of smoke, plenty of smoke. What do you think the knowledge that they have at the Vatican is? What do you think they're hiding in that 50 miles of tunnels of archives? That they, what did Rome, the Roman Empire do? It laid waste and destroyed entire peoples, cultures, civilizations. When you want to talk about slave trade, opium trade, human trade, weapons trade, look no further. This is the head of the snake. And then it has its subsidiaries and it has its little lieutenants and it has its little orders to keep their groups in line so that everybody's doing what they need on the grand chessboard. These are the people that run the world. So when you got this gentleman coming out and talking about something like Vanguard and it just so Vanguard just so happens to be a military term that's talking about the front line that protects the rest of the, that protects the king and goes to the, they're the front first line of defense. What are they defending? What are we talking about? Just symbolism. BlackRock. What do you think BlackRock is? It's sitting there in Mecca. They do circles around it. Holy rocks. And what's all this stuff all about? There's a whole story to be told. But it's just interesting that the most powerful corporation and investment firm in the world names itself after a military order. Just keep that in mind when you see chapter two tomorrow, okay? Just And hey, I... I'm just trying to throw a few things at the wall here and see what sticks, but I think there's something really interesting happening. Finally, let me just quickly go through this evidence for you so that uh, we can, I just want to show you the document. I hope you guys have downloaded it. Here it is. Okay. It is how many pages? <laughs> 12 pages. So look at this. Okay. He's, he's, so what he's trying to propose, Chris, this gentleman who did the video for you, he's trying to show everybody that he is establishing reasonable, substantial evidence of racketeering and collusion. What in a legal dictionary is racketeering and collusion called? It's called a conspiracy. <laughs> so everybody's going to say, oh, I don't want to talk about conspiracies, but here's a conspiracy. It's kind of funny how that works, eh? But anyways, um, the Vanguard Group, World Economic Forum, Vanguard Group and Government Connections. Now look at this. He's saying, so he's talking about in a Canadian context. So for my fellow Canucks out there, racket, and if you're listening from another country, go seek out the connections of your politicians and you'll start, to want, you'll start to understand why they're not listening to you and why they're throwing your charter of rights or whatever in the garbage can and they're just marching ahead synchronistically, all together, coincidentally, to do the same thing. Why? They're all owned by the same people. Everybody thought it was just China. <laughs> Again, I'll say, who propped up China? Who built the Communist Party of China? Who funds it? Who created it? It was these globalists. They had Kissinger in there. They had Zygmunt Brzezinski in there in China, helping, and all those other Knights of Malta, to go down there and build it into what it is today, which was a competing military force that could rival the United States of America because they needed to supplant the United States of America and replace it with an army that would follow their orders because America did it for a period of time, but started to wake up. And all the war vets you see in the streets right now are going to tell you all about Vietnam and all about 
all those wars that were bullshit because all the presidents were all bought and paid for or threatened and blackmailed at some point or another by these people. If they're not part of the cult, they're controlled in other ways. If they can't be controlled, they get JFK'd or you never hear about them. They just disappear. So he, but anyways, um, he's saying we got racketeering and collusion perpetrated by Justin Trudeau, Justin Castro Trudeau, Christiana Freeland, who is probably the most annoying person on the planet Earth. There's a lot, but yeah, I'll put her up there for the moment. Um, she is the basically deputy prime minister and the finance minister of Canada. She is directly, she, well, someone in the chat was telling me she's actually her, she's a Jesuit, raised in Jesuit schools. Her grandfather's a Jesuit. And um, she's totally in on the World Economic Forum new leaders thing with Schwab and all that. And uh, has significant holdings in Vanguard. Okay. Jagmeet Singh, <laughs> the NDP leader in Canada, who is, uh, I can't believe the statements this guy makes. It's, it's like so blatant. I think Che Guevara is like his favorite person in the world or something. Um, many other federal and provincial governments. Okay. So just kind of going through, he really gets into the Vanguard group, you know, the main thing you need to know is they own everything. They own major or controlling shares in most of the corporations and banks in the entire world. It is reasonable to say that the Vanguard group owns 10 to 15% of nearly every sale made on the planet. Every sale made on the planet. What's the biggest thing being sold on the planet right now? This vaccine. So what is it? 35 bucks a shot or 60 bucks a shot or something like that, he was saying? Do that times every soul on the planet. 500 trillion bucks just on the first two jabs. And you know they want you on a recurring subscription model so they can keep that kind of income going, right? This is what we're dealing with. You go to Yahoo Finance, just start Googling or start Yahooing um, different, every, anything, media companies, pharmaceutical companies, Vanguard owns Pfizer, all of them. If they don't own them outright, they, they own so much share in it that they are the shareholders and all these companies on the management level are trying to impress the shareholders and do the bidding of the shareholders. Your media is run by these people. They are spokespeople for these people. That's why they're lying to you. And this gentleman, Chris, he said he worked in the media and he's like, I can tell you firsthand, the media lies, trust me. Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. So he just takes you through, takes you through, you know, global health leaders. Look at these people. Look at these people. Christiana Freeland. There she is. Deputy prime minister, Jagmeet Singh. You're going to find some of your um, so-called Republicans over there too. Dan Crenshaw and the rest. Where's a patch, a pirate patch. He's trying to look legit. He's got that old, oh, I got the ex-military background, blah, blah, blah. I'm totally a patriot, only not. Doug Ford, conservative, not at the conservative thing about him. Same thing with this Peter, this O'Toole. O'Toole, are you kidding me? The guy wore red stilettos walking in the pride parade and has flip-flopped on every policy. He's not even elected yet. This guy is World Economic Forum, Vanguard, top to bottom. Trust me. 
This is just fascinating. And it's good we've got a really, I'm just, I'm grateful for Chris to just put this together. Showing what kind of money this little fruitcake makes off of pillaging our country and selling us out. But he was raised. He was raised in satanic circles. He was raised and abused as a kid, no doubt. All these guys are. Zuckerberg, they're all, they're all groomed for these jobs. Andrew Shear, Michelle Remper Gardner. I used to like her videos until, holy crap, her true colors really came out over the past couple of years. And I really did some digging and I went, okay, that's why. Snakes in the grass. Snakes in the grass. And then how to fight back. Just some good ideas. So guys, I don't want to keep you any longer. Um, I just wanted to show you that information. I'm putting it out into the ether. Make of it what you will. But I say we should get, we should jump on this like a dog on a bone and dig into it and make it so big and so viral that it's unavoidable. And then we get other people networking to research it and expose it and look into it. And what I think will happen is we're going to start to uncover some incredible things around the world. If there's a positive thing about what's going on, all the eyes of the world are now starting to pay attention. People are really trying to pay attention. And every day that passes, more people are waking up. More people are waking up. So let's continue helping that process. That's all I have to offer. I don't have a big grand strategy about how to take down the most powerful people in the entire history of planet Earth. Uh, but I do have a strategy of how we can learn that we actually prop them up and allow them to be what they are. It's our ignorance of their existence and how they operate that has kept us under the thumb of their rule. Now that we know, as painful as it is to know, the more people that know, the more people are going to start actually researching, you know, am I spending money here that's giving it to these bastards? Are there alternatives? That's why I try to bring on alternatives on my show. My sponsor is an alternative. TruthWarriorSwitch.com. If you don't like it, don't do it, but do something. Find something that is an alternative to all the stuff you're buying that you can now go and look up and find out if the company you're buying it from, like Burt's Bees, which was just a nice organic company that started making really good products, and then they get bought by what? By Clorox. Who owns Clorox? Take a guess, Right? And you just go through all those companies. Go, oh my God, there are few options, but there are options. There are, I know for a fact, um, actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything, but I'll just keep it very obscure to protect myself uh, about this. But the, the owner of one of the companies that's involved with my sponsor is looking at buying up all kinds of land to compete against Bill Gates. And other patriots are doing the same thing. Other people are going out and they're buying up land. Other companies that are that are family-owned private company. They're not involved with this. They're just they're well, maybe they're doing well. They got some money. They're going out, they're buying cattle ranches, they're buying garden, whatever they can buy. Because if they don't, then Bill Gates is gonna buy it all up. And who does Bill Gates work for? Don't don't kid yourself thinking Bill Gates is at the head of anything. He's just another pawn, okay? So this is what we need to do. We need to take our countries back. We need to take our lives back. And if you're out there worrying about the passports and all that stuff, I get it. We're going to have to be cut off from society for a while. But maybe that's supposed to happen. 
Maybe that's supposed to happen, that only the chosen few, only the people that are awake, only the people that really care about the truth and know what's going on. Maybe we have to step out of the matrix and not jack in for a while and try to figure out what it's like to live a little bit more humbly or to connect with our community or to go out there and team up with people and buy some land and then start planting crops or getting cat or doing whatever we got to do. Because if we, if, if we didn't get kicked out like this of their little club, uh, we wouldn't be as incentivized to go out and find solutions that could fix this. See, this is why I'm trying to say this wasn't just about stopping some pandemic and exposing it or showing some election fraud or, or any, it's not about those things specifically. Those are just, those are chips on the table. Those are chess pieces to get to the real root of all this stuff. This is about exposing the whole thing. All of it, the racketeering, the criminal conspiracy, the trafficking, the systemic evil, corruption, top to bottom, everywhere. It, it, it's like mold. You go, oh, it's such a dark, evil planet. Are we in hell? No, we're in a place that could be hell or heaven. We just didn't pay attention. We were blinded. We were blinded by the light. And that's what these people are good at. Distracting us, circuses, blinding. Go follow this priest, guru, teacher, here's some whatever. They'll, they'll throw carrots out there like you wouldn't believe to keep you out so that you don't figure this out. So we, this is where we're, this is a goal. If Klaus Schwab is going to come out and go, this is a great opportunity, this uh, COVID-19 pandemic to, uh, you know, reset the world and build a new world order. If he's taking advantage of it and he works for these guys, he's a puppet, um, then we have to take advantage of it too and go, yeah, it is. You know what, Klaus, that's a good point. It is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to expose y'all and take you down, put you out of business, starve the beast. So what can an average person do? You're already doing it. You just learned. Go, go research and put your brain in it. Don't watch Netflix tonight. Go look at this. Get on it. Send it to people. Email it to people. You must know someone that's an accountant. You must know someone that's a lawyer. You must know police officers. You must know people that are detectives. You must know researchers. You must know somebody. Send it to them. You've got all your friends and family. Some of them are kind of on the fence. They're still not quite there, but they're not fully in. This is your opportunity. Kick the door open and go, let me show you this shit. And then if you want to go and trust that lying box in your room, your living room, and you want to go trust these liars and criminals with your lives and the lives of your children, you go right ahead. But after you read this and understand what's really going on and how this world really works and who you really listening to and what they have done, go find the list of crimes that Pfizer has committed. They paid billions of dollars in fines for not just making a few mistakes, but for actually killing and maiming people and then covering it up and then doing it again. Like that kind of shit. You want to go trust those people? You get what you pay for. Trust me. But this is our opportunity to wake up the world with this one little piece and say, hey, we might not have it all, but we're starting to get a picture here. And the picture ain't looking too good. Who owns Facebook, Twitter, Disney? Who's been training your children since they were young? The moment you plop them in front of an iPad or a television, who's getting into their minds with their grimy little hands and training them? You see little Nas at the Golden Globes wearing a dress and having a baby bump 
Because only a few months ago, it actually makes sense. Only a few months ago, Lil Nas was in a music video where he's literally giving the devil a lap dance and getting screwed up the ass by the devil. I'm sorry, this is vulgar, but do you see the level of evil we're dealing with here? And everybody at the, oh, they love it. They love it. They take pictures of the guy. This is what your children are getting into, especially your teenagers. This is the cool shit now. All the games they play, who, who owns it? Now, I'm not saying it's all, just because it's owned is all evil. Every book, every, I'm not saying that. Like, let's not get extreme here, okay? I'm just saying, he who makes the gold makes the rules. Who makes the money? Do you guys think these re they're really just in this for money? Do you know that on Silicon Valley, the vast majority of those Silicon Valley tech companies are into bio, like genetics and biology? A lot of people don't know that. Silicon Valley is basically genetic human research. They fund a lot of it. And then who owns those Silicon Valley companies? Who's pulling on Jack Dorsey's leash? Like this is where we got, and the good thing about this is it's giving some specificity to it. When you talk to your friends and family about this, you don't have to be talking like vague terms. Ooh, the Raja big chair. Just be like, no, names, dates, places, people, organizations. You can look at it right now. Let's go to Yahoo Finance and f name anything. And let's go check it out for ourselves. Tell them, prove me wrong. Come along for the ride with me. Let's watch this guy's video. And you don't have to show them my whole long ranting podcast. Just show them the 30-minute video. I put it in there for you. I'll put it in the final thing and I'll post it. Show them that video. If they, if they don't have 30 minutes to watch it, show them the document. Go, hey, let's go to Yahoo Finance. Let's take you through. Let me show you. Interesting. Hmm, we're seeing the same names, same faces keep showing up. Who are these people? How come they own everything? They own both Coke and Pepsi. They own the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. They own... All the banks. Who, who, are, who are we talking about here? Do we trust these people? A lot of these people that sit on these boards openly talk about the fact that there's too many human beings running around. And these are the people financing this big vaccine that they just can't wait for you to get. They're dying. They're gonna, they tried to bribe you. First, they tried to scare you. Then they tried to bribe you. And now they're trying to force you. How desperate are they for you to be safe against a 99.x survivability rate virus? Wow. Should we really trust these people? It's not a hard sell when you really sit down with someone and they're open. And I, I'm telling you because I think that's our only shot right now is the only mission I can say is get out there and spread this information. Do an even better job than I did. If you're a, a podcaster, take this kind of info on, this, on your streams. I'm sure many of you guys, I know, you probably even know more than I do about this stuff and you've already been covering it, keep covering it. it. I think there's something that really happens in people's minds when you, especially with men, okay? When you get them about the finances, when you say, do you know that someone has you by the balls? Do you want to know why your interest rates are going up? You want to know why your mortgage is never paid off and it just keeps spreading? You want to know why your house is losing value? You want to know why you're losing your jobs? Do you want to know we just got looted blind in the biggest transfer of wealth in human history while we were all hiding under our beds? Do you find any coincidences there at all? Or am I just, am I just paranoid? Oh, you think I'm paranoid? Let's go check this shit. Who's this Vanguard shit? Who are these people?
They're financing organizations that have been involved in criminal activity. Hmm. Interesting. They stand to make over $500 trillion from these first two shots. Is that in any way, shape, or form suspicious to you? That there might be <laughs> some ulterior agendas here. And that might be why all the media is singing from the same song sheet at the same time. There's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not hard. And that's how I try to talk to people. If they, if I see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, if these people are, if their head is made out of cement, forget it, just keep walking. But I'm talking, we need, what if you woke up somebody that was like this Chris guy? Who woke up this guy, Chris? And now he dives in and now he's like writing a thesis on it. He's like, we got to get this out. Who woke him up? You never know who you're going to wake up. So don't give up, guys. It's not hopeless. We're going up against the biggest challenge in human history right now. The biggest, baddest. We're, we're done fighting the skirmishes. This is, the, this is for everything. These people don't want you to have freedom. They want you to play in their little Disneyland. That's what they're trying to do. You know what the Great Reset is? It's the new Disneyland for the world where you gotta, you'll own nothing, you'll rent everything, and you'll be happy. Who are you renting it from? The people that own it. You're not allowed to own. This is a new feudalism now. That's what it was. You couldn't own anything. You were just slaves working for some lord, lady, queen, queen, prince, duke, bishop. And in America, you guys fought for your freedom against the British Empire. And then your President Bush is going to go down and get knighted by the Queen of England. Some alarm bells should have been going off back then, and I know many of you saw it. But they had all those bastards together for the 9-11 memorial thing. Do you see that? What a travesty that is. Those are the criminals. Criminal psychopaths. These people need to be... Oh. But again, they're little minion puppets. And you're not... You are a sovereign human being that is imbued with the real spirit of what we call God. That's, the, that's what owns everything. Not these flaggers. These people are trying to own something that can't be owned. They're trying to sell you something that they don't have rights to sell. They're trying to sequester your property when it wasn't theirs. They're trying to take your freedom from you, but you they didn't give you the freedom that you have. So they can't take it. They can pretend. They can own all the militaries and the polices, which is why we got to reach out to those people. If you work in the military, if you're, if you're a vet, if you're in the police service, you have your marching orders. You have to wake up your brothers and sisters in there and you've got to get them on board with this and say, hey, you want to know who's been calling the shots? A military financial order that sits well above your generals, that has looted your country blind and used you as cannon fodder in their wars for centuries. Here's the real fight. You're a warrior. You're, a war you're in the warrior class. You want to call yourself in the warrior class? Well, if you're going to be a part of the warrior class 
and be the warrior of the highest class, then you need to fight for truth, freedom, and justice. You need to fight on the side of freedom now. There is no other alternative. Your forget about your job. Forget about your pension. There's not going to be any pension. These people are looting your, your, you see the stock market getting all fucked up. Yeah, there's not going to be any pensions. There's no retirement funds. It's gone. It's gone. It's been gone since 2008. It's just all been smoke and mirrors since then, where they stimulate the economy with a bunch of fake money to keep Disneyland going until they can do the great reset and start it all over with the new eugenics, technocratic, AI, transhumanist, global new world order. And if you're going to serve that, you'll have your day in the sun and then these people will do away with you too, just like they, they did in all the other tyrannical regimes in history. You're just cannon fodder to them. Listen to Henry Kissinger's statements on what he thinks of the police and military. They look down on you, but the people don't. The good people don't. We're begging you. We're willing you. We're behind you to support you to make a stand now for the right, for the good, for the true. We don't need the cult of the medics. We don't need the cult of Hollywood. We don't need the cult of the big box stores. We don't need big tech and social media. I'm sitting here right now on some perfectly good platforms that are not against free speech right now. We don't need them. We don't need their stupid restaurants that are going to make you wear, wear masks and pass, but we don't need them. We got communities. I can make a mean French toast, okay? I'll survive just fine. <laughs> I just met a guy that makes his own scotch. I don't even have to go get my... <laughs> There's solutions everywhere. So... Guys, the rant's over. Thanks for tuning in. I got to end this here. I hope this added some value. Please join me tomorrow night if you can. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I will uh, be very proudly rolling out chapter two of my series. I've been working real hard on it for you. Um, I had some questions about what happened to my PayPal. I tried another PayPal just to get something going for donations for Cult of the Medics. Um, and by the way, donations are not required. They are not mandatory whatsoever. I literally set it up because people were asking me and I thought, well, hey, I'll just put it out there and, you know, it helps cover a few things. But I finally was able to set something up. I'm using DonorBox, DonorBox.org. If there's any other podcasters out there or people, bloggers, you're looking for something for donation boxes and or doing, chair, doing uh, fundraising campaigns, they seem to be pretty good. A friend of mine recommended it. And they're not censoring people and it's really easy to set up. So that's what I'm using. You guys should look into it. Donorbox.org um, for alternatives that actually also are helping. We're using this uh, Truth Warrior switch, Patriot switch. We're using that to help fund alternative media. So switch up the items. They got over, it's like 450 different items. You're probably already buying. Just switch it over to them. They're made in the USA. They're made in Canada. Good quality. Um, and then that just helps us if you go there instead of Walmart. But also, even if you don't like that, just get local. Talk to. I've been talking to people that, I, like I, all the people that have eggs, they, they got chickens, they get the eggs up the road, you get your veggies. Uh, we're getting involved with communities. I'm meeting people who are like, lifelong fishermen. They know where to go to get fish and uh, how to do all that stuff. People that are hunters. People, this is who I'm teaming up with now. Screw Vanguard. 
We don't need y'all. We'll go back to the medieval times for a while if we have to. Till this all blows over. So that's what my recommendation is. And um, I think I'll just have to leave it there for today. But yeah, go download this video, download that PDF, get it out far and wide. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. You know what? And I'm going to, I got to go over to DLive. I got to do that thing with the chest. Oh my God. I keep, I always forget this. Sorry, guys. I'm really not trying to mess that up. Am I still live? Let me see if I'm still live. Okay. What do I got to do? I got to click a, sorry, I'm kind of, a, I got to be, where's the thing? Is there like a community chest thing somewhere? I'm not seeing it. Links, uh, Mayberry links. Yes, I will post the links. Uh, you know what? I'll do it again. I'll do it again. If you guys got to run, I'm done with the stream. Let me just post a few links for you. Uh, where did he go? Here it is. Okay, I'm gonna put the video link again. There you go. And guys, in that video link, go to the description. Oh, I'll do that too for you. I'm so. I'll do that too, just so you got it. Um, here it is. This is the PDF. All the facts you can start digging on. There you go. Oh, and on on Foxhole, there's all these cookies. Thank you, Forest Fire. Oh, I can't read the name, but you know who you are for the cookie. There's some other ones. Kalis 2020 gave shades. Thank you so much. Oh, Den Turn Red saying, uh, DW Truth, where there is currently a mass exodus of Silicon Valley companies to Park City and SLC Utah. Silicon Stopes is the new home. Oh, yeah. See, look, people are, trust me, they're all walking out. Consciousness is happening on this planet everywhere. We've even got insiders coming out from Pfizer blowing the whistle on stuff. Uh, a safe place to share dig finds with you. Uh, my Telegram group is probably the best. Telegram is the best. If you go to Telegram, DW Truthwire, drop it in there. Uh, you can private message me there too. I'm so, I get blown up with that stuff, so I'll do my best. If I give you my email, that's also blowing up. And I if, I would have to sit in front of my computer all day. But Telegram's the best bet, okay, my friend? And thank you so much. Thank you so much. I wish I could sit here and read all your comments and do all that. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. And I will get to what I absolutely can. Because I respect anybody that's trying to share info with me. I really appreciate it. I love you guys all. Uh, Cookie, Shades. Thank you all on Foxhole. Do I have to do a treasure chest thing on Foxhole? Is there something I have to do? or like rewards or something. I'm really bad at this and I can't find it on uh, DLive. Maybe there wasn't enough of a treasure chest or something. I'm just trying to do good by you guys here. So if I miss something, I'm sorry. Thank you so much for any contributions. The best contribution is to show up, to share this out and let people know about the show. Um, greatly appreciate it. And with that, I'll leave you for now. And don't give up hope. We're going to win this, guys. We're going to win this. Long game. I'm here right to the bitter end, and I think it's not going to be bitter. I think it's going to be sweet. So stick it out, and hopefully I will catch you tomorrow. If not, don't worry. I will be releasing the full chapter two on Wednesday for everybody, and uh, if you wouldn't mind, help me share that out. Oh, and before I go, sorry, there's so much. My mind has been just like cooking lately. Um, Rise Apparel. Are you still on here, Rise? 
these guys are legit. They hooked up with me. They were so, um, I guess impressed by this new series. They have offered to help me with a new apparel line and to help me get the word out and help me, uh, get this message out. And they have done, I can't show anything yet. I can't make any official announcements, but we're partnering up. They're going to help me with cult of the medics, with the branding and everything and getting some really cool stuff out there to help spread the word. The stuff that they have designed is I'm still shocked. I'm, I'm almost emotional. It was so perfect. You guys nailed it, nailed it. You will see it is so cool, this stuff. So more on that. I'm going to have them on the show too. They have their own show on the foxhole. So go make sure you follow them. Just great couple entrepreneurs, patriots, true and true, really good people. I'm happy to be uh, with them and, and with all of you guys. So yeah, wanted to quickly shout that out and uh, that's it. All right. I got to go. I got to go have some dinner. Be well, everybody. Much love. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Cheers.